0: Welcome to this episode of Courier Conversations. Now here's your hosts, Rudy Gray and Todd Deaton. Hello again and welcome to another
1: edition of Courier Conversations. I'm Rudy Gray, your host, and today we have with us an outstanding Christian, Alexia Newman, who is the director of Carolina Pregnancy Center, one of the largest pregnancy centers in the state. Alexia, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be with us.
2: It's a pleasure to be here, Dr. Graham. Excited about having a courier
1: conversation with you. Well, God bless you. And I think you, if I'm right, you've been at uh, CPC for... 33 years. 33 years. And the average stay for a director of a crisis pregnancy center, I understand, is about three years. That's right. Two and a half to three years. So it's safe to say that you are the longest tenured director of a pregnancy center in South Carolina? Probably so. I think so. And the the last check that I made, there were 26 pregnancy centers in South Carolina? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I know that CPCs began showing up in the 1960s, and it really took off after the uh, Roe v. Wade decision. And now we have the overturn of the Roe v. Wade decision. And so this puts uh, crisis pregnancy centers in a unique position.
2: It does. We are busier than ever. Uh, We feel like that um, a a lot of people said, oh, Alexa, what are you going to do now? You won't have a job. And I said, oh, our job is just going to get bigger and larger. We're going to have more opportunities to share the gospel. We're going to have more opportunities to minister to women and to families. Um, In fact, so much so that we're building a new building to accommodate all the people that
1: we hope to see. And I believe, as we were discussing earlier, your mobile unit uh, is, you're really taxed now. with so many people using that.
2: That's right. We uh, have been going out on test runs. And in fact, they went out yesterday and just had a great day of giving away diapers. And that mobile unit has an ultrasound machine. And it's been good to see some old clients that have um, aged out of the program, uh, but where we're parking it on Tuesday, which is at the Bridge, a ministry of First Baptist Church in Spartanburg, uh, when they come for a food project that they do, uh, we're seeing old clients, and that's been a blessing. Uh, One just yesterday was asking, do y'all have a Bible study that I could be a part of? And we are starting a new Bible study in September. And then we have been invited by... Lawrence County to bring our mobile unit down there because they don't have a crisis pregnancy center. No. So we're real excited about that opportunity to go into another county and to be able to help um, women down there.
1: And uh, in addition to the, all the things you do to help uh, women in a crisis pregnancy, You uh, have about 60 professions of faith in Christ every year. Yes, we just had one last week, and it was precious.
2: Um, A girl that had been coming to see us for several years, but she had not received Christ, and she was very open about that. But uh, when Sherry presented the gospel to her and just asked her, are are you ready to make that decision— And the girl said, I am, and I want to do it right now. And she got on her knees with no prompting from her counselor. She got on her knees, just kind of buried her face in the cushion of the little couch and just wept, just wept over her sin and the fact that Jesus would receive her. It was beautiful. It was beautiful for the counselor. It was beautiful for the girl. And we're real excited about what the Lord's got next for this
1: girl. That's uh, Stories like that is what uh, I think impacts others that want to help uh, Crisis Pregnancy Center. While while we're moving in that direction, with uh, what is undoubtedly going to be more and more clients, uh, what can people across this state, maybe in surrounding states, what can they do to help you out? Or to help crisis pregnancy centers in general?
2: Well, we definitely need more volunteers. because, And we just had a volunteer training session that just ended up on Tuesday. And we're real anxious to get those women and men involved. Uh, we have a male on staff, and he actually drives our mobile unit. So he's not, not always going to be in the office. So we're training up some men that can see the men that come into the office. Um, but another thing is, while we need volunteers, we also need practical things like diapers and formula and wipes, um, little sleepers. We need we need things also. We need, of course, we need prayer. Everybody knows that we need prayer. But um, as far as if somebody just wanted to give something, clothes are always appropriate. Diapers are always appropriate um, because. Our pregnancy center has a drive-through once a month that we started with COVID uh, when people couldn't get diapers, and the church really stepped up and helped us and is still helping us. But they provided us with the diapers and the formula and the things that we needed. So girls would drive, anybody, a dad could do it, anybody could drive through our parking lot, tell us what size diapers they needed, what kind of formula they needed. And we would mask up and glove up, and they would radio in the needs, and we would pack bags and then run it back out to the car. Um, It was amazing, and we're still doing that. We're not doing it um, weekly like we were. Uh, We're down to once a month. But even in that, we're having over 100 families come through our parking lot one day a month, and then if they run out, they can call, and we'll help them um, another time during the month.
1: Oh, that's just tremendous. That's a praise-the-Lord activity, and I'm sure the people that need it the most uh, benefit so much from it.
2: Oh, it's been it's been so sweet. People have just wept in the parking lot saying, I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, we've had many opportunities to pray with people in the parking lot, um, and then some of them have become clients. They've become clients in our Earn Why You Learn mentoring program, which that's what we wanted. We wanted to get them in the office. Um, but we were we just wanted to show them the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. And that was a real practical way. And people that said, I remember one man in particular said, I just never thought I'd have to ask. And he just wept. He was He was embarrassed. And we said, look, don't be embarrassed. Everybody's going through this. We're just blessed that we can bless you. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of who we are and what we do.
1: Well, and... People giving to you helps. And I suppose if uh, there's somebody listening to us and they say, you know what, that sounds like a good ministry, I would like to give some money. Uh, Would you be open to that? We'd be real open to that.
2: And they can go on our website, which is carolinapregnancy.org, and they can give online. Is fine, or they can mail a check and our go to our website and our address is on there. They could play in our golf tournament coming up in October if they wanted to be a sponsor for the golf tournament. Um, just whatever, whatever people. We had a man that heard about us on the Mike Gallagher show, and he put us in his GPS, and he came by and gave us a check, a really generous check, but he didn't know anything about us until he heard about it on um, on the radio. So, well,
1: uh, it would be my prayer and hope that somebody listening to this podcast yes. will say, "Hey, I'm going to. This is worthy. This honors Christ. This helps people. This saves babies' lives. I, I'm going to support them financially."
2: Well, that would be wonderful, and and we know that God's people respond. They're generous, and we get checks weekly. And we're like, where did this come from? We don't know this person. Where did this? And it's just God moving on the hearts of people, and they give. We, in our, I told you about our building fund. We um, raised over one point three million dollars without any outside help. And people say, you didn't hire a fundraiser. I said, I have the greatest fundraiser. The Lord's our fundraiser. He moves on the hearts of people. So we're we're blessed.
1: That's tremendous. Now in twenty seventeen. CPCs had provided uh, services for over 2 million people. And uh, they saved the communities from which those people came about $161 million. So what you're doing is not only saving lives, helping families, helping people, seeing people come to Christ, but in the communities where these people come from, uh, you're saving the community. A lot of money, too, we love it when we see our clients um become employed and
2: um just helping their family uh we love it when we, when our dads get jobs and and you know most of them want to work they don't want to be on government assistance some some of them do mm-hmm. um but we just feel like if we can offer them another solution to um their situation. That many of them grab hold of that, mm-hmm. and we have to encourage them. and And they're not always successful the first time, but um, you know, neither am I. I'm I'm not always successful at what I go about, but the Lord has grace, and so that's what we try to do with these clients. We've mm-hmm. actually had to put some of them in homes that were homeless, um, but again, that's just our opportunity because I think that's what Christ would do.
1: I mm-hmm. uh, used to keep a little statement in my office that said, failure is frequently the path of least persistence. It's a matter of having the faith that God puts in us that we keep on keeping on. Right. That's Uh, a great statement. We we don't give up. Even when good times, hard times, rain and snow and sunshine and all that, we just keep going. Right. Well, I know you've got a lot of different programs that you do, uh, training people. You've got a store there where people can earn some uh, Bucks. Uh, and tell us something. Would you tell us something about some of the programs that you're... Sure. I'd love to. Um, what you were
2: talking about is our Earn While You Learn program. Yes. and And um, that is where uh, the ladies get mommy money and the dads get daddy dollars. And we have various classes. They're getting ready to start up for the um, fall semester. And we will have uh, Bible studies. We'll have Classes on labor and delivery, uh, classes on anger management, uh, just all kind of classes that girls and men can come and take, and we pay them mommy money that they can spend in our store. Mm-hmm. And our store has everything that a baby would need: cribs, car seats, clothes, diapers. You name it; it's in there. At Christmas time, um, there'll be gifts that they can buy for their children with their mommy money. And uh, they can have Christmas for their children. Um, we, um, it's a wonderful program. They, in fact, Wednesday is a big day for Earn While You Learn, and. Um, and we're taping this on Wednesday. And when I left, there were four mentors there that were uh working with girls that came in and Eric was there to work with any men that came in. And we even even our Spanish volunteer that we have, Ruby, and that's one thing we desperately need is more Spanish speaking volunteers. Mm-hmm. We're Max and Ruby out. She goes to um uh, a church in Spartanburg that's been so supportive, and she's a wonderful, wonderful volunteer. But that's a that's a real need. Uh, but they meet with their clients. Um, they do um, studies with them. We have a, um, a a curriculum called Bright Course that the girls can do online, and the guys can do online, and then they come back in and discuss that. We have um, post abortion Bible studies for men and women who um, are suffering from the pain of a past abortion. Mm -hmm. Um, We have free ultrasounds. Uh, In fact, our uh, medical, um, our nurse manager is Carla Jackson Beasley, uh, Dr. Robert Jackson's daughter. And we just hired her in January. She's full-time, and she does our ultrasounds. Now, we do have other nurses that volunteer to do that, but she's, really the coordinator of the whole program. And she's the one that will go out on the mobile unit um, more than the others. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we still need, we have need for more nurses that can do ultrasounds. Uh, Our numbers have gone up drastically this year. Um, So we have that. Um, We have the crisis side where if somebody just comes in and needs clothes or diapers immediately, uh, maternity clothes, that we can fill that need. Um, we, we're we just very Christ-centered in that we uh, share the gospel. We are redemptive ministry. Um, so that's we love it when we're able to share the gospel and see people come to Christ. Um, but that's just a few of the things that we do. We have to drive through Um so,
1: you know, we're, we're busy. We're a busy group. It sounds like just when you describe all that, that, that sounds busy just to, just to get it all out, just to know how much you got going on. Right. Well, how could people out there, Christians that love God and believe in this ministry, how can they pray for you? Well, they can pray that we
2: would be active sharing the gospel and that God would prepare the hearts of the men and women that come. If, if somebody would pray that every day, God just prepare the hearts of the people that come to CPC would be receptive to truth mm-hmm. and would be receptive to a life change. All the girls that we see are not pregnant, about 64% of them test negative. Uh, So we have an opportunity to talk to them about a lifestyle change. Um, I just want your listeners to know that we never refer for abortion and we never refer an unmarried woman for contraceptives. Uh, We feel like that and we get a lot of criticism for that but we feel like that um, that's a direct contradiction of God's word. And um, you know, you served on the board. Um, Our bylaws and our statement of faith and principle is very clear about that. And I think one of the things that we see in in working with teenagers is they want us to set the bar high. They don't want us to dumb down the message. Mm -hmm. And um, so we have an opportunity to do that, to love them, to um, cheer them on um, as they try to make changes, but a prayer for just there to be receptive hearts. And then prayer that um, we will be a unified body, and we are, but, you know, Satan would love to divide yes. us. Mm-hmm. And so that staff and volunteers and board, that we would be one accord, that we would be unified Um, because there is a lot going on, but I have an amazing staff. They are wonderful. I was out of the office all day yesterday, and things ran just as if I was there because I have a very talented, committed group of ladies, and and Eric, a man, um, that are committed to the mission of CPC. Mm -hmm. And um, so pray for our staff. Pray for our volunteers. We have devotions every morning from nine to nine thirty with staff and volunteers, and then for second shift from one thirty to two and then we start seeing clients so we're very, very committed to prayer. We know that nothing happens of our own um our own strength but in his, and so we ask him to be there. Um, lots of mornings we pray for those clients that are coming in by name,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, that God would prepare them and prepare us with the message that they need to hear.
1: And I think prayer is the absolute fuel of the Christian life. It uh, is. It connects us with God and then opens our eyes to see the things we might otherwise not see. And there's some days that we just have to stop and...
2: And, and I was texting our staff yesterday and volunteers saying, please pray right now. And they'll stop what they're doing and pray for if there's something going on in the office that we just really see we need the Lord to intercede immediately. We'll just stop what we're doing and, and pray because we know that's our source mm-hmm. of strength. That's our source of wisdom. So that's what we
0: need we hope you're enjoying today's podcast want to help support faith based family friendly journalism this podcast is one of the many ways the courier is telling the stories of those who tell the story become a friend of the courier call 1-888-677-4693 or email editor at dot to learn more well, you mentioned uh, I had been on the
1: board, and I was one of the original board members uh, for a little while, along with Robert Jackson and a few others. But since those early days when it was just a seed that started, it has grown to be this tremendous ministry that for the last 33 years, you have done a spectacular job. Alexei, I know there's a lot of stories uh, that you could tell us, a lot of things that really happened that's unusual of what some would call God things. Uh, could you share with us just one story, maybe a recent story that uh, would inspire and give hope to people out there?
2: Yes, uh, this is going to be one of my favorite stories um, that I get to tell to people just to remind them Um, that God is aware of everything going on at Carolina Pregnancy Center and how he provides for our needs many times before we even ask, that we even know that we have a need. And that happened just last week when a girl came into our office needing a specific kind of formula. Um, We have a lot of different kind of formulas, but this particular one is not one that we're asked for very often. It's not requested. Um, and all we had was six little bottles and I mean six little bottles. Um, and we um, knew that wasn't gonna do her but a couple of days. So we gave her that and told her that we would get more of what she needed. Um, that I don't know that that was really convenient for her, but that was all we could do. Um, outside, um, we noticed a lady walking up and down, the sidewalk and she was carrying a box and mm-hmm. um went outside and just said, Is there um can we help you with something? And she um can, I said, come inside. Um it's hot. So she came inside and um now
1: let me let me enter this was right outside your offices, right? Yes. Okay.
2: This is right outside the office. And um I think Christy greeted her and um anyway She had this little box from Amazon, and she said her Amazon order had come in, and inside that big box was this formula. And we looked at that formula, and it was exactly what the client that was there needed, exactly. That formula that we never get, that we didn't have enough of, here she comes in with the exact formula that that she, this client, needed. And the client was still there. And um, that was a pretty impactful moment mm-hmm. for her to be reminded by our staff that God had provided for her before she even asked, before we even knew to ask, that the Lord had gotten that on the Amazon truck and in the Amazon box uh, days before and that she would bring it on the same day that that girl was at our office and and she was told repeatedly, God sent you here, God sent you here and she said, I think you did. I think you <laughs> did. And um so that was just to to it was a great opportunity for our staff and and volunteers that were there to see how great our God is, to be reminded that he is mindful of what's going on at Mm -hmm. 103 Metro Drive, that we're not Mm -hmm. just there in a little hole on California Avenue, but the God, the creator of the universe, the lover of our souls. I I don't know how to describe him enough that out of love for that girl, he provided for her need. And out of love for us, he reminded us that I see you. Mm -hmm. I see what's going on, and I'm going to take care of you. So I just just want to give him glory. Amen. Give him glory.
1: The God that cares for sparrows that were sold for two for a penny, and the God that cares for the lilies that only live for a day after they bloomed, cares about his people. He cares about, he loves people. Thank you for sharing that. Father, we do thank you for Alexia, the many years of faithful service that she's given. We thank you for the way you've blessed this ministry, for your protection and provision uh, throughout the years. And now, Lord, as a new opportunity comes with more and more clients, we pray that you would bless them, supply their needs, and lift up the name of Jesus Christ as they seek to help those in crisis pregnancy and help them to learn and grow how to follow Jesus, how to live productive lives. Bless them, protect them, give them your grace, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: We're glad you joined us for Courier Conversations, where we are informing and inspiring South Carolina Baptists and beyond. For more information about these topics and more, subscribe to our e-edition or go to our website at baptistcourier.com. The Courier is located in Greenville, South Carolina as a multimedia ministry partner of the South Carolina Baptist Convention. To comment about today's podcast, email us at conversations at baptistcourier.com. This podcast produced by Bob Sloan Audio Productions.